So you've spent a lot of time, energy, and effort online trying to find the perfect private jet. You've also clicked that subscribe button for the ultimate jet guide, right? In this video, I'm gonna share with you the three secrets that insurance companies don't want you to know about private aviation insurance because the truth is you might not even need it and stick around to the end because the third secret is the most dastardly. So I reached out to one of the top networks in the aviation industry, Glada, to find the best insurance broker to talk to. That's where I came across Shannon Hope of Castle Aviation. He's a third generation aviation insurance broker that started Castle Aviation to specialize in corporate and commercial insurance. Now, I actually used to sell insurance back in the day. And Butlicker, our prices have never been lower. And I knew there were a few dirty little secrets that insurance carriers didn't want the public to know. Let's get started. One of the most frequently asked questions I get is, do I need insurance? for my private jet. It's not compulsory like it is in the auto world. There's really no law or regulation that requires you to purchase aircraft insurance. There's some people out there that are just risk tolerant and self-insure their, their jet. Where you can run into trouble, obviously, if you've got a bank loan on the aircraft, the bank's gonna require you to carry insurance to cover the asset. And a lot of hangers uh, whether you're leasing a hangar from a local municipal airport, uh, whether you're leasing a hangar space from an FBO, uh, they require you to carry insurance. So it turns out you might not actually need insurance on your private jet, but it still might be a good idea. But there were still more secrets to be found. So Shannon, tell me, what are insurance carriers most afraid of? So mechanical failure is, is a, a thing, particularly on the older aircraft. Aviation insurance underwriters fear a loss happening just due to the age of the aircrafts. Pilot error. Roger, Roger. Well, just because the insurance company is afraid of a catastrophic health event. Insurance carriers are gonna be afraid of owner, operator, pilots, and their qualifications, and old machines that might fall out of the sky. But what he told me next blew my mind. One of the more explosive losses that have had a trickle down effect over the years is the Boeing 737 MAX 8 losses. When those kind of numbers get breached, it just has a catastrophic effect on aviation insurance as a whole because every insurance company is getting hit. I couldn't believe it. These insurance carriers carry risks across all aircraft. So what impacts the commercial airlines will have a trickle down effect to the owner operators of a Cessna 172. Naturally, I assumed with all the risk involved in owning a private jet, the fact that the carriers were covering 172 is all the way through commercial airliners. There's probably hundreds of insurance carriers to choose from, right? Aviation insurance and in the jet world is done through the broker system. All the aviation insurance companies do not deal directly with the aircraft owner. And there's about 18 companies right now. But what you do is get with a broker that you trust to guide you through the process and the broker goes out to the markets negotiates coverages, negotiates rates, and then reports back and says, all right, Tom, here's the marketing result. Here's the company that we recommend going with and why. So there's only a few carriers to choose from. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You ain't heard nothing yet. Because of just the innately small marketplace that is aviation insurance, it doesn't really benefit the consumer to get multiple quotes from multiple brokers. Shannon went on to explain that the insurance broker that you got your first quote from could be your insurance broker 
till death do you part, or in this case, till paperwork that you sign. Now, if you don't like that broker, if they're not doing a good job, if the response times are bad, or they just don't know what they're doing and it becomes uh, apparent to you, you can always change brokers through the use of a broker of record letter. And the broker of record letter, which signed by you terminates the current broker with the insurance company or insurance companies and appoints your new broker with that company. Then once again, Shannon crushed my dreams. Some aviation insurance brokers will use kind of an underhanded tactic and say, hey, I might be able to get you a better quote. or I can get you a better quote, but I need you to sign this broker of record letter. Once that is signed, the current broker's completely terminated. And then oftentimes they'll come back and say, well, Mr. Owner, sorry, you know, your, your broker muffed up the marketplace. I wasn't able to get the deal done that I promised. But before you need aviation insurance, you're gonna wanna make sure that the jet that you want to buy is actually in good condition. So I encourage you to check out this video over here where we talk with Warren Curry of Crew Chiefs to talk about how to do a pre-buy properly so that you're not wasting time or losing money.